Welcome back to the Turn the Music Podcast. My name is Kyle. This is episode twenty nine. <laughs> Are you just read it and off to yourself? Chapter fourteen. <laughs> I was going to say fourteen, and it's yeah, it's episode twenty nine, chapter fourteen of the Spirit of Music. We've got CJ here. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I think we're both overtired. You think? <laughs> oh man. Uh too funny i'm doing all right how are you doing because you've been having like technical issues up the wazoo um yeah i'm still having technical issues um i think i've got the echo figured out but obs is still doing weird volume things and i don't know why so yeah we're gonna try doing a reinstall of obs tonight and see what happens yeah yep so well good luck with that yeah so how's your week going um that good okay so moving right along <laughs> how about yourself besides about tech. the same about yeah. the same it's uh i have to say like i i hate thursdays these days because like it's just so busy at work um and <laughs> here's here's a fun story so um a couple of weeks ago someone asked me so he's a new new employee um and he's one of one of the team leads and he asked for an iphone so today he sent me a message. He said, <laughs> he said, do you remember when I asked you for an iPhone in the bathroom? I was like, yes. He goes, did you forget? I was like, yeah, because I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> so we were, we were in the bathroom and he's like, hey, I'm a new employee. Can I get an iPhone? And I was like, yeah, you're a team lead. You can get an iPhone. I'll add you to the thing and, you know, just let me know when you want me to do it. Well, I forgot. I, I added him to the thing I needed to add him to, but I forgot to like follow up with him because I was like going to the bathroom actively and like but that's what it's like it's like i can't go anywhere without people asking me a question i went to wash a spoon today four people asked me a question it how was, do you wash a spoon <laughs> there is there is no spoon there is no spoon there is no spoon. oh as you were talking i was ignoring you and i decided to look on to uh because we remember we were talking about hannah wicklin and she's supposed to have a new album come out Yes. Um, it got pushed to January twelfth. Oh, that's not good. No. I well, there goes that. our plan for Sunday. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Be- yep, that's true. Yeah. It's exciting though. I'm still excited about the album coming. Yeah. Out. So I introduced her to a new to somebody who's never heard her before, and oh, nice. they fell in love with her. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, are you, you listening could- to anything good or new or? different um yeah i'm gonna play a little bit of something that i was listening to a little bit last week and a little bit more tonight i really haven't gotten into them this will probably probably be the stream for tomorrow so tomorrow um, meaning friday because it's meaning friday so if you're listening to this you've already missed it so sorry. <laughs> or you watched it <laughs> um, so this is the Whalen jenny's this is a, a, a middle of a tune called light of a clear blue morning Just fine 
gonna be alright. It's been all wrong. Cause I can see the light of a clear blue morning. I can see the light of a brand new day. I can see. It's, it, they're really good. Um, it's it's kind of like folk, kind of. What's the name of the Irish group? flair? The Whalen Jennies. Are they all named Jenny? No, in fact, I don't think any of them are named Jenny. Um, how, how, how do you spell how do you spell Whalen? W a i l i n. Oh, it is that. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yes. <laughs> I just, I didn't know if there was like a a different spelling or they did. It's the, Ruth Moody, Nikki Meta, and. Carol Luft. Interesting. Yeah, I just found them on... Uh, and Ruth actually has her own stuff out. Oh, it's... They're old, but she plays the sitar? I honestly don't know much about the group at all. In fact, this is kind of cool. The group's name is a pun on the name of the country singer Waylon Jennings, who died the same month causing anger at a music conference where they were playing. They thought they were making fun of him. That's interesting. Um... So yeah, they've been around since 2004. But they don't have any new albums out. I haven't seen anything new of them. I don't know. I don't, can't remember how I found them either. It's just it's one of those things that like I found them at one point and was like, yeah, I should probably listen to them and just never did. Um, so it's a soprano, a mezzo, and an alto. They're, so. uh, they're Canadian, right? And mm-hmm. you said there was, it was Ruth Moody, who? Nikki Beta and Carol Luft. Although now it's Ruth Moody, Nick, Nikki Mata, and Heather Massey. Heather Massey also has her own stuff out. Yep. Yeah. And then it's really funny because, like, on Apple Music, it tells you similar artists. Mm-hmm. Patty Griffin comes up, Nickel Creek, and I'm with her comes up. Which I yeah I, yeah. Somehow I I found them through I think through. I got into like Sarah Jaraz and and um, yes, this is one. That's Sierra one of the ones Hull, that they were. Yeah, and then through them, I found the Whale and Jennies, and I was like, yeah, why not? That's pretty. That's cool. how I found them. So very cool. Yeah, yeah. So according to this, it looks like the last thing they did was in 2017. But I'm in, I'm in Rune, so it might not be. No, that's the same thing in Apple Music. And, okay. you know, maybe they're playing live and they're not recording like Nickel Creek did for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I mean, it, it's amazing how some of these groups that we are coming across and they're amazing. And their last album was maybe 10 years ago or five years mm-hmm. ago or something. And they're either not together, they're doing solo work, or they're performing live and they just haven't taken the time to. Do it like I know with Nickel Creek they pursued their own stuff, right? Which makes sense, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I think know. these th- these are similar. 
You know, because it looks like, at least according to Rune, it looks like they've all got their own, like, solo pages. So, right. who knows? Right. So, yeah. Very Are you listening to anything? Are you still doing your audiobooks? Still doing the audio. I can't stop listening to this series. It's so good. It's 16 books, though. And, and there's, like, there's, like, like, I'm on book three, and then there's book three and a half. Because it focuses on one of the characters. It focuses on? It focuses on one of the characters. So it's okay. like, the most of the books are like 15 to 16 hours. The three and a half one's like five or six hours. But it focuses on one of the characters from cha- from the third. It's it's very interesting. But um, I can't stop listening to it. Like, even when I take the dog for a walk, I don't put music on. I put the audiobook on. I've never been like this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I... I Long story short, when you listen to it, you become invested in these characters. And mm-hmm. it's very rare that I read a book and you become this invested in the character. And like, there's a few characters you're invested in it. Inve- inve- right. Invested in it. <laughs> to, to quote Eddie Izzard, <laughs> to quote just it. don't stay on the D too long. <laughs> and you don't need an know, echo I because I do the Susie echo now, for, for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's Susie now, but that was he was Eddie Izzard back when he did that joke, so... I, you know, it's funny because he says Susie or she says Susie, but then there's a couple mm-hmm. times it says Eddie Izzard. And now he's now she I can't now she's taking her tour. It's called the remix tour mm-hmm. of all the stuff that she did when she was Eddie Izzard. Really? It's very interesting. Huh. Hmm. That being said. Yes. Time. We have a book to talk about. Time Shall we talk is, about a book? What? Shall we talk about a book? Oh, that's right. We got to talk about a book. What are, we, what are we talking about? Um, it's called a book called The Spirit of Music. Oh, is that what know, we're reading? Is that what you're reading? I don't know. I don't know what I'm reading anymore. So this uh, chapter is called One for All. Uh, the tagline is, Sometimes remaining silent is the best way to lead. And that's where we begin the chapter. <laughs> or that's it. We're done. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> The problem is I read this. Don't and take that dramatic. Pa- don't take the dramatic pause out. Oh, it'll, it'll be out. No, it's, it's already out in my head. Oh, <laughs> this is theater. So, <laughs> not theater. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's a theatrical podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so when we left off, um, we are getting ready to get Seiko a new drum. Right, and before you go on, one mm-hmm. for all is W O N, not yes one. And I say that because that does play a factor in the chapter. Yes. So, okay, sorry. Yes, we're getting Seiko a drum. Yes, we're getting Seiko a drum because if you remember in the last chapter um, or the chapter before, maybe even uh, they thought it might be infected by the phasers, so they left it outside, um, and they didn't want to bring it back inside. So, to be safe, they go out to get a new drum, and they're going to a music store, and. Um, a unique thing happens. Um, Michael says that we have to get there before 10. And um, the store was 20 minutes away. And it was, I don't know, a longer drive than that. <laughs> no, it was like 20 minutes away, but they got there in 10 minutes. That's what it was. Yeah, store is 20 minutes away. And then, yeah. So um, so Michael says, whatever you do, don't look at the clock. And it, it sparked this kind of discussion on why don't we look at the clock? What's going to happen? And, and Michael, in you know, true Michael terms, basically says you can look or not, you know. Right, but, right, right, you know, right, right. The, the the point was was to try to stay in the moment, and and to you know experience other things. 
and this is something that I do for fun when I'm not driving because when I drive, I'm obviously focusing on what I'm doing, but right. it's like when other people are driving, I get the chance to kind of like look around and experience like what I'm missing as I'm driving normally. And it's, it's fun because like now, because you know, I'm still kind of, I know I'm not really new to the area. Like I've been here 10 years in Ohio, but I've been driving those 10 years. So like the rare times that like my mom drives me somewhere, my sister drives me somewhere. Like I look around and go, oh, I've never noticed that before, you know? Like there's this one little spot on I-75 as I'm going north to work. I pass it every day. We passed it you know, a couple months ago and I realized that there is a fake sheep on this little hill. And I was like, has that always been there? She's, my mom's like, yeah, it's been there for years. But I had no idea because I never got to look right. at it because it's, you know, in this little like area where like the trees are covered. But, you know, she has been driven by it and she's seen it. And so, yeah. That's too funny. Kind of weird. But it's true. Like so, you're, you're conceptually time, you know, they talk about why does time. You see that. <laughs> I dropped the, the, the Kindle and it went flying, <laughs> but I caught it. So. So, um, it's on video. We're all good. Uh, they talk about how uh, when we do things that are fun, time is fast. But when we do things that are something that we need to focus on, time moves at a certain pace of giving you the opportunity to focus and michael's reasoning for the time moving fast is because time is aware that you are enjoying yourself and wants to give Mm -hmm. you time to enjoy yourself but also is aware that you need to nourish yourself you need to do it's like the universe kind of working together like we're gonna Mm -hmm. we're gonna give you the time but we're gonna speed it up so you could still get through it without getting hungry or you could still get through without having to you know getting like and it's an interesting concept to think that way, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. it is true. I mean, how many times are you doing something and you're having fun with it? And an hour later, you're like, oh, it's already been an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, but yeah, then you're sure. th- then you're at work and you're taking care of stuff that you're kind of it's like mundane, but you're focusing. You have to do this. and You have to do that. And you're like, it's not lunchtime yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And it's, you know, I, I was going to get into this later, but, you know, we're here. So might as well. I kind of wish it were the opposite, you know, where when you're having fun, I wish it felt longer so you could enjoy it longer or feel like you're enjoying it longer. But I get the, I get the reasoning behind, you know, you know I get what you're saying. So you get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so. it's funny because the, the idea of time being a sluggish when you're doing something, it's not because they want you to feel like you're being drawn out. It's because right. you're focusing mm-hmm. and, yep. and there are, some days like today i was so tired i couldn't focus like i like and i did my best sometimes i could do two or three things at one time today i was like one Mm -hmm. half of one (laughs) i need to press the enter key to continue right and then i go distract myself gotta go back (laughs) so i get what you're saying yeah so they asked michael why why don't we want to look at the clock and he says because i said so and then he says, just kidding. And Victor says, uh, good, because that was a silly answer. What's the real answer? Why shouldn't we look at it? And Michael responds with choice. Do it or not because of your decision and willpower. You will always have a choice. Take this time and exercise it. Um, and, and that's part of what's going to go on later on in the book. And then he goes on and says, now is always the time. Looking at your watch pulls you, your awareness away from the present. Pay attention to everything that is happening now. Look around and ask yourself, what am I missing? And that reminded me of what Nick said months ago when we interviewed him for the third time. Yeah, I think it was the um, third time. 
Yeah, and he was. We were talking about social media, and he said his new phrase was "go out and touch grass." You know, just experience something other than, you know, getting lost in your phone, and that's a hard thing sometimes, um, because we use a phone as a crutch an awful lot, and um, yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. I'm I'm hoping, being that this is Thursday on Friday night. I'd like to sit back and put the fire. It's supposed to be nice. Maybe make a fire. Have something. If I want to read something, I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Mm-hmm. If I want, because I don't want to take a bunch of stuff out. Right. You're, you know, I don't always, I, I don't join you live on Twitch Friday nights because we, we tend to do things as a family. So I don't always get, I, I don't know if I'm going to be around, but mm-hmm. if I have an opportunity to watch, I'm going to use my phone to watch. Right. You know, or my, you know, so it's one of those things where, Yes, you may want to leave it inside and not deal with it, but at the same time, it's the only phone I have in the house. So right, some... and I, th- I think the the more important thing with that is going back to choice. Right. You know, if you're going to use your phone, do it because you choose to do it. Exactly. Not because you're, you know, you're just, you know, it, there's a habit of going there to look at Instagram and just kind of scroll through nothingness. Right. You know, use it for a reason and do it because you chose to do it. Not because it's an instinct or, or a visual thing at this point. No, and I, that's true. I mean, and, and I've caught myself, you know, like grabbing my phone and going, oh, mm-hmm. I don't need to do this. Put it down. Yep. You know, yep. It, it's it, it's almost like a muscle memory sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, I'm not doing anything yes. right now. Let me pick up my phone and do this. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And it's teaching yourself not to do it. And it's hard to do. Whether you're young, old, or indifferent, it's just it's hard to do. Yeah. So they continue down the road um, in the van, and then a tornado comes. Did they move on down the road? Move on down. Move on down down the road. To the East Bay, Greece, Tower of Power? No. Okay. Um, (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Um, So anyway, um, a tornado shows up, and Michael made the comment of, maybe it won't see us. Which is kind of a weird thing for to say about a tornado. It was a T Rex um, tornado. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm invisible, you can't see, see me. me. No, <laughs> if I don't move, I'm invisible. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm very tired. No, yep. <laughs> My brain just doesn't want to do a thing. Um. So yeah, they they get away from the tornado and then they make it to um to the music store, and they arrived at nine fifty six. Um, which was they made a 20 minute drive in 11 minutes so do the math and you can figure out what time they left so that well that being said just before that they got there um michael did say because they were like shocked that the tornado went around him he goes this is a momentous occasion and we are a grand on a grand mission i cannot believe music would bring us all together just to tear us all apart yeah, I couldn't remember if that was there or whether it was later on the chat. No, 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 I just, no, 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 I, just up, so. it, I have a time because it's it's interesting because it's like music is protecting them in a sense. Yep. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> so here's here's the quote about paying attention. Um, and Michael says, um, I can't find a place to put this so I can see it. Yes, literally, you paid attention. You paid with energy. Energy was your currency. You see, when you give energy to attention, you literally pay attention. Nothing is free. You must give to get, but you must first get in order to give, which means you can only give what you have already gotten. 
When you fuel attention with energy, attention becomes more potent. The best way to add energy is through emotion. Add that, add that potency to the now and the now will expand. In simple terms, pay attention to now and it will pay you back with more time. I'm too tired to explain it any better than that. So. No, I don't think it needs to be explained. I, my, yeah. my curiosity is, do you feel that that is, like, what is your take on it? I agree with it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it goes back to, like you said, choice. If you choose not mm-hmm. to pick up your phone and you put your energy into something else, you're going to get more out of it in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Yep. I and just, this is where Michael explains... Hang on, let me make sure that I'm doing this right. Hang on. Oh, no, I broke it. Come on. Well, after that is when he starts talking about, like, when time flies and you're having fun. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, so that's he fun. says... Um, It happens because you're having fun. During that time, you are not super focused on everything. You are gently focused on one thing, the task you are trying to accomplish. If the task brings you joy, time will compensate. You forget to eat and you are not hungry. You forget to drink and you are not thirsty. Time recognizes your enjoyment and rewards you by passing unnoticed. You you, You see, pay attention to everything at once and time slows down. Have fun with moderate focus and time zooms by rapidly. Although your awareness has a lot to do with it, time has a mind of its own and can change whenever it wants. But remember, time is always on your side. That's the simple answer. And that's not simple at all. Nope. It's not. Because you nope. say, because you always have that thought, time is always on your side, and then it you don't feel like it is. And it could be maybe you're rushing, maybe you're this, maybe you're that, and, right. and then you just feel like you're losing time. Yep. And I think Victor states, like, he says that whenever I'm running late, I will not give any attention to the idea of being late. I will do my best to be as efficient as possible, and I will definitely not look at the clock. But I want Mm -hmm. time to speed up. I will have fun. And as he, this is something he thought to himself. Yep. It's, but it's just very, it's like you said, like, I I don't want time to speed up when I'm having fun. Right. But I'm going to have fun so I can speed up time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Time travel. Yep. Yeah. That's in, as long as we don't have to go back to the future. Did you know that the sequel of sci-fi movies is time travel? The sequel to this book has time travel in it. Mm. Maybe this is sci-fi. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so continue. So they finally get to the music store. And as usual in a music store, when you walk in, there is just a cacophony of sound. What a great word, cacophony. Very good. I think we should stop the podcast here. Yeah. Cacophony. Word, it was my, my word a day calendar. I was like, I'm going to use that in the podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, so, um, and then Michael decides to pick up a ukulele and start playing and basically forces everyone in the room to stop what they're doing and listen to him. Um, so it's it's very it's very well written. I would encourage you if you have not read the book, go and read it because it's it's really well done. Um so Well, yeah, I, yeah and he they, he basically states that Michael starts playing the ukulele and you know, Seiko joins in on a drum mm-hmm. and it brings everybody together and they have this conversation, this discussion. Michael starts to speak people kind of gather around him, but he kind of talks in a certain way that the people that really need to listen end up staying mm-hmm. and everybody else walks away. 
Yep. And then he introduces Brandon. Yes. Into the story. So before you get there, so this little interplay between Michael and Seiko, um, yes. at the very end, um, Michael acknowledges Seiko as kind of the star of the show. Yep. And, you know, they call her little drummer girl and all this sort of stuff. So he, when he was playing, he was purposely focusing the attention on Seiko. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's when we, we, we meet Brandon, who is, <coughs> excuse me, uh, he is um, one of the uh, employees of the store. And he comes over and talks to Michael a little bit. And then, you know, Michael does his next bit of teaching after he scares away all the people that didn't uh, need to hear what he was going to say. And basically tells Brandon to do what he did to make the entire room listen by playing. So handed Brandon a guitar and then that whole thing um you know, involves you get the whole, the usual Michael stuff where you know just play. You know, Michael Brandon says I don't know what to play, and you know he says play music, um, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, don't play the guitar, play music. Exactly. Um, and I think before we get into that, when Michael was talking about, um, wait, hang on, make make sure I'm in the right spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take way longer than that tonight. Um, so they asked um, Michael, you know, how he did what he did. And he basically responded by saying this. Um, like family members, all the elements of music are related. For example, the mother can be found in the daughter and the father in the son. But both parents can be found in the offspring. They are made up of the same DNA. They affect each other. A group of people can get together and all is well. Change one person and can change the whole feel of the room. Do you understand? So he basically said that he was able to to impact or, or affect each person um, and then make the next person kind of listen because they were all connected in some way. And he may use his music to connect them all as kind of a strain of DNA, which is kind of cool. Um, so I yeah, mean, that's when we took... Go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. If you take the scientific end and bring it all back to like the beginning of time, mm-hmm. essentially there is a connection. Yeah. You know, like we all came from one particular area. Even if you go to the religious route, we came from two people mm-hmm. based upon the religion. So it's there. Right. We do have some connection. Well, I, I, at least yep. I think we do. Yep. I think it's just the matrix and we're just in pods somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> someone was telling me at work that, that someone actually wrote a paper about how we are actually in the matrix. There so. are theories. Mm-hmm. There are. Who knows? I still haven't seen the last Matrix. The one that came out like two years ago. I, it's not bad. It's very um. It's very interesting how he comes back. Okay. Well, because he he the you know Neo didn't survive in the third one. Right. So, and this is like a, a it's an interesting it's I I I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was worth the watch. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, so um, Brandon does does his little thing, and um, at that point, his manager comes over to him because the manager had a strict policy of of no jamming while you're on the clock. And um, when he really re- when he realized what Brandon was actually doing and what he was able to do with the the music that he was playing, and how he affected all the people and got people in multiple areas on different instruments to play along with him. Um, he just kind of sat back and the quote is 
Sometimes remaining silent is the best way to lead. And I wish more people understood that. Agreed. So. I think more people need to be silent and listen. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been saying for the last two years of this podcast. No, yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing yeah. back what you said. I know. I'm just saying. Just said a la way. Kyle. A la Kyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you say your word of the day, please? Cacophony. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying homage to Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. I know you are. <laughs> uh. Where were we? I don't remember. So so Brandon's uh, manager comes out mm-hmm. and originally was going to stop him from playing, but realized how beautiful it was and decided not to stop him. Yep. And then um, he talks, Michael talks to him, basically says, you know, you need to step up and it needs to be fixed from the manager down. Mm-hmm. And the manager goes to walk away and does come back and kind of says, no, you know what? We're going to make this happen. It needs mm-hmm. to happen. And he even wants to get back into playing. Yep. And and they talked about what, what Brandon did and the, and the little jam session that they had. Yep. And Michael says, most jams are sporadic and formless. Musicians often jam with the intention of showing how good they are, waiting for their chance to solo. These musicians played as if they wanted to show how good everyone else sounded. They listened and made the made room for each other. This is no way for it, there there is no way for it to sound good when you play with this kind of attention and intention. Imagine if all children learned how to incorporate a band mentality into their daily lives. The world would be a harmonious as well, the world would be as harmonious as the song they just created. And we said it back last year too, I, you know, that the world will be a different place if everyone sang in a choir or played in a band or learned how to listen. And not the way that, I mean, and I'm not saying this to put down music education, but not the way we are taught Mm -hmm. at a younger age. Yep. The way we should be taught, which is just listen. And then on that, that page turn, this is where Victor says all, all for one and one for all. And Michael says, when we work together, everyone wins. And then he, Victor, restates it for all for one and one, W-O-N for all. Yes, like wonton. Like wonton. Um, you know, so, and then they go on and talk about, could you imagine if politicians were required to play an instrument? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, bringing music together. And this is, and then they talk. This actually happened a little bit before the manager comes out. So, back that up. So, manager's out, right? And at the beginning of the chapter, they stated, "How are we supposed to pay for a drum? We have no money." Mm-hmm. And Michael's like, "I don't think they're going to charge us." And so they have this whole conversation with the manager, and he tells the manager, "You know, uh, for the store to succeed, the aim to make money will need to take." a backseat to the goal of fostering relationships. You start by recognizing who your customers are as well as your employees. You have a special kid here talking about Brandon. Um, and he talks about how you need to play music. You need to this. And Michael says, you need to start from the top down. Mm-hmm. That all being said, you know, um, he 
manager says he's going to have to rethink the jamming policy. Michael says you won't regret it. And then Michael calls out, how much is the drum? And the manager says it's hers. So they did not get charged for the drum. Mm-hmm. Right? And I love that she goes, Domo arigato gazimasu. Oh, gozaimasu. Sorry, I said that wrong. Domo arigato gozaimasu. Now, anybody who speaks Japanese, if I said that wrong, feel free to send us feedback and be please, like, please do. Don't do that again. <laughs> I know Domo Arigato is correct. I don't know if I said Gazai Masu correctly. Um, and then Brandon states that he'll hold the manager to it and make sure that he actually jams with him. Right? And Brandon gives Michael a hug. Everybody a wave. Says they won't forget this. I was waving. No, I saw it. And then, just so for those that are not watching it, he was waving. <laughs> and then Victor states this. He goes, people change after meeting Michael. Like him or not, you are better after being in his presence. His influence has lasting effects. He alters energy, and in most cases, no one realizes he's doing it. And he just talks about how he spoke in a way that people listen to him. You know, especially if it's something that they want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, the store returned to normal. And Seiko is holding her drum. And then all of a sudden they hear, hey, did someone turn off the internet? Slowly all the musical sounds fade into static. Then the lights flickered. Michael was shocked. Victor was shocked to see him the way he was. Michael said, he's back in a soft voice. The store went dark. The door opened up. A beam of sunlight came through. And they saw a dark shadowy figure with a red blinking light from the headphones. Now we should probably add this because we didn't discuss this early when we were going through the chapter that yeah. when when Michael did start playing, um, he mentioned that there was a man, was it two men in a suit or one man in a suit? I, I don't remember. He said it was two. I thought it was two. <clears throat> so there were two men in suits with headphones on and as he started playing, those men left the store. So he was, the the, the purpose behind the first um, playing was not just to settle the store down was to get rid of that phaser so when he said he's back the phaser that was there um, had come back and when he was talking to Brandon he does Brandon does mention that he remembers when these guys come in that certain things would happen but they wouldn't right. buy anything they would just do certain mm-hmm. things and you yeah, know like he, the drum heads so, would break and right. you know, guitar strings are broken right. things like things like that so so this you know the the message is powerful, and moving forward, it gets even more powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the chapter. I was, so. I was leaving the silence again to create. I'm not leaving silence. I'm taking no, it out. Don't take the silence out. Dramatic pause. No, no dramatic pause. This is theater. It's a <laughs> podcast. That no. being said, follow us on social media. Go to the link yes. in the um, show notes. Click on our link tree. Join us on all those fun things. Friday nights, Kyle goes live at 8 o'clock. Sunday nights, we go live at 7.30. Lately, we've been doing dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of them are good. Some of them truly are dad jokes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, what do you call an Asian Dwayne Johnson? What? The walk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. Until the next episode. Kyle? (laughs) Have a good one, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Turn On The Music podcast. We hope that you join us next week. Click on the link tree in our show notes to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can also subscribe to our Twitch and YouTube channel. If you would like to continue the conversation, join us on our Discord. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you really want to help us promote the show, head over to Apple Podcasts or the podcast service of your choice and give us a five-star rating. Remember, always share the music. Thank <laughs> you.